Tonight I'm joined by Sean. Hey, hey. Sweet Ricky. Hello. And Paul Katz. Who day? Everybody. <laughs> the Bengals uh, just fell to Justin Fields, Chicago Bears, 20 to 17 yesterday, putting them in a four-way tie for first place in the AFC North. Just to quickly check back in on our predictions from last episode, mm. we all predicted a Bengals win, and we were all wrong. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to go through the recap in as much detail as I did last time. Just going to cover some quick highlights and lowlights, um, starting from the beginning of the game. Bears' first drive, Eli Apple commits a penalty to extend their drive, and and they ultimately scored a touchdown. Um, We've got uh, Wilson dropping a a kickoff, and I just got to say another lowlight. Overall, the special teams were not great yesterday, aside from one McPherson? Did you guys notice the announcer was calling him McPherson? I don't think that's right. I noticed that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's McPherson. McPherson. Yeah, but I, well, yeah, the announcer's an idiot. <laughs> but yeah. who, was, who was the announcer? Um, it was not Sanchez. Mark Sanchez was the color, the play-by-play. I'm not sure. Mm. No, no Mc, McPherson was on, what's the guy's show? The, the punter? The Huber? No, no, no. The guy who was the Colts punter. I can't think of his name. He has a huge. Oh, show. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, McAfee. Ma- yeah. Pat McAfee. Pat, Pat McAfee yeah. show. Yeah. He was McAfee. on the Pat McAfee show, and he clarified his name with Pat McAfee. And it's McPherson. McPherson. Yeah. And this yeah. announcer called it's... him McPherson. Yeah. After the a... clarification on the McAfee he's show. Because he's an idiot. Yeah. yeah. You think a playback guy would do some research, right. but hey. They're still saying P. Ryan when it's obviously Perrine. Um, <laughs> But, again, special team's not great, aside from uh, the field goal uh, by McPherson. Uh, Burrow had no time in the pocket yesterday. I I saw at one point, I think it was the first sack um, that they gave up, but he (laughs) turned to the sideline and gave a stink eye uh, after he got sacked. Logan Wilson missed a chance to scoop up a fumble and bring it in for the end zone. Justin Fields ended up recovering that. Andy Dalton is a whiny little punk. Uh, He started bitching to the refs when... He, Von Bell, I don't know, like touched him after he released the I ball. I think he was complaining that he was talking shit to him. That's what it was, yeah. Which is a new rule, but it's the weakest rule I've ever seen in my entire life. It's going to go away. There's too much hate towards it. It's got to go away, right? Yeah, but the owners are the ones that put it in place, so that's probably here to stay. Well, like the taunting, like when, so when Chase dropped his first pass yesterday and they're like, you know, like bending over him on the ground, making hand motions, taunting. Uh, to me, that's one thing. Just jabbering with your mouth it's insane that they're trying to like legislate that out of football because people like wide receivers and cornerbacks talking shit to each other is one of the best parts about football yeah yeah i don't know how i feel about it i mean i'm all about good sportsmanship but at the same time it's football it's It's a a violent game you're not allowed to talk violently to each other yeah you you can't cut out talking that's just um so yeah andy dalton's a whiny little punk he's a little coward (laughs) And, uh, I'm glad we don't have him anymore. Me too. I don't miss him one bit. Um, Joe Burrow, just getting back to the highlights, he had had no interceptions in his last 199 pass attempts. And I feel a little responsible because after the pod, we were kind of sitting around talking. And I was like, you know what? Burrow hasn't had one of those just stinker games that every young quarterback has. Do you, you remember this? Do that. I'm like, you know, every Ooh. young quarterback has a game where they just throw multiple interceptions. 
And then here he is and did it. So I'll take the blame for this one, guys. Um, Because after those successful 199 attempts in a row, he then threw interceptions on three straight pass attempts. But then because he's Joe Burrow, because he's magic, because he's our Lord and Savior uh, (laughs) and our only hope, the franchise, he then threw two straight touchdown passes. So really peaks and valleys here. Um, It hit Chase and then T. Higgins after a Logan Wilson interception set them up on the nine-yard line. And just overall, my feeling, you know, this game, I said last week it felt like a vintage Marvin Lewis do-your-job kind of game when we pulled it out over the Vikings, and this one felt like vintage Zach Taylor. All we needed was a decent, competent offensive game plan to complement our badass defense, and we shit the bed. Um, For the first question, I'm going to kick it to you, Sean. Last couple weeks, against the Minnesota Vikings, we gave up only 67 yards to Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs in the league. This week, we gave up only 83 passing yards to Andy Dalton, uh, you know, a qualified, while we don't like him, a qualified quarterback and, and rookie sensation Justin Fields. Along with that, we, we've got sacks to boot. Like, we, we've got a really strong defense. How, how good is it? How good can we be? Above average. I think our defense is above average uh, overall. Uh, there's definitely holes. You know, we've got some some questionable dudes in the secondary. Eli Apple, supposedly Trey Waynes might be playing this week, so that's good. Defensive line, I think, is very good, not just above average. I think I saw a stat on Twitter that our our defense defensive line had like nine sacks all of last year already. We've got six credited to our defensive line. So, and and if you look at on Pro Football Focus's ratings for our last week the top five ratings were all defensive players dj reader uh ogan juby uh logan wilson those guys so i think our defense is very good above average. i said above average uh, our our front seven is very good our safeties are very good our cornerbacks are okay but once bad yeah eli apple is not i mean he had a, that bone pass interference call uh, on the sideline. Awuzie missed that tackle, too. Yeah, and then Trey Hendrickson missed the tackle that would have saved the game. But uh. that, that said, Trey Hendrickson also like created a lot of pressure. He did have a bunch of missed tackles. I think he had like three missed tackles yesterday. But our, defensive, our defense definitely did not lose that game yesterday. They kept us in it. They were put in some really impossible situations and kept it close. Gave our offense a chance. Logan Wilson had that huge interception. Logan Wilson also could have scoop picked that one fumble uh, oh, for the God, touchdown, yeah. but uh, instead of scoop picking, he should have just probably fell on it to get the turnover as opposed to that because Justin Fields ended up recovering it. But easy to say in hindsight, yeah, Fields made yeah. like an incredible play. Yeah, too. I, I like our defense a lot. Um, I don't know if it's Lou Anarumo or what it is. I don't want to give our coaches much credit, but uh, I mean, all the, we said it last week. All the guys, the free agents we picked up this off season have been playing great. B.J. Hill, Ogan Juby, um, Trey Hendrickson. They've been doing awesome. Hilton, Hilton yeah. We uh, I mean, he did have one misplay. But, like, yeah, this is not something we've seen the last couple of years. Um, is this a playoff defense? Are we good enough on defense to get to the playoffs? 
I think they're above average. I think we're a top 15 defense in the league without it. Like, you know, with the ebbs and flows of the season, I think we can, we should, we should with this talent finish in the top 15 in the league. Logan Wilson is one of the top 10 linebackers in the league, according to PFF after two weeks. Uh, really? He's balled out. Yeah. Wow. Uh, his pass coverage grade uh, dudes don't get yards after catch when they catch a ball on him. They usually don't catch a ball on him. He's great in coverage. He's great in the run. Our run defense is amazing to give up. Um, the yards we gave to David Montgomery and, and Dalvin Cook, who were both, they were both two of the top five running backs in the league last year, and we shut them down, basically. Um, I was saying early in the game in the first half, like, all you have to do is put pressure on Andy Dalton. That's all you have to do. And we didn't seem to be getting it on every play. We did a few plays, but uh, as the game went on, our defense showed how strong they are. And it's a good defense, above average, possibly good. I, I like a, them. It was enough pressure to limit them to under 100 yards passing. Yeah, we, and we only gave up 13 points. If you, yeah. I mean, that one pick six doesn't count against the D. And, right. and we put right. them in some short fields with those turnovers, and they forced field goals. They got a big stop on fourth and one at one point in the game. Um, yeah, I like this crew. I like them a lot. Nice, I'm, nice. I'm hyped. I well, would say that we've played two bad teams, though. So yeah, maybe. the Bears' offense is not that good, and the Steelers' offense also not that good. Yeah, so we'll see. But I mean, we gotta we, we you can only play who you play, and so far they've played well. Yeah, I'm just interested in seeing like how they stop the Browns or the Ravens. Listen, or, listen, listen. You can only play who you play. That's, we're gonna play. I them. like that's a good line. <laughs> Where we will be playing them twice, but not yet. <laughs> but not yet. So we've looked good against two bad offenses. Well, Paul, enough of this positivity. Um, we heard <laughs> we heard Jamar Chase and Burrow, Joe Burrow, both make comments after the game yesterday about how they and they alluded to T. Higgins being part of this conversation as well. They knew that the key to beating this Bears defense was to go over the top. And as an amateur fan who watched the Bears versus the Rams last week, I saw the same thing. I, I mean, the Bears defense looked good against the Rams, except when the Rams went over the top. It was two big plays that got on those touchdowns and then eventually led to the win. Um, I also, I want to just mention, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, yes, I get on Reddit from time to time, and I saw there was a Reddit poll. Is Zach Taylor the worst head coach in the NFL? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. Well, that was my vote. But uh, in case you're curious, out of 2,500 votes, 1.68 thousand said yes 1.68 thousand what is this 1.6 1683 i don't know sorry guys uh, <laughs> was did he poll as the worst coach that's like 60 percent of this people is, said yes this is on bengal's reddit um yeah and 817 said no um, wait what was it what, i didn't i missed the joe burrow stink eye because this has to do with zach taylor's coaching when did that happen i mean i saw it on the play um he got sacked and he like kind of looks over at the sideline, like, what the fuck did you yeah, just call? Like, what the fuck? Like, what was that? You know, like, yeah. how am I supposed to do my job if, you know, this shit's going yeah, on? And in post game, both Burrow and Chase said, as your question alludes yeah, to, yeah. that, you know, we needed to make more, take more shots downfield. Yeah, the, the players on the field seem to know what to do. What's up with our coaching staff? They're bad. They don't know what they're doing. How good are they? We've had an above Zach average Taylor, defense, according to Sean. It's, How good it, is he's too predictable. Staff? Like, we run the ball on first and second down way too often. Like, if Burrow wants to get clean pockets, you have to mix it up and actually throw on early downs. Because the defense will load up on you on third down, and like, 
if you throw on first down, then they got to account for that next time. Like, you know, you just Zach Taylor's just bad at his job and he calls the plays and he's bad at it. And he like gets stuck in a rut where he's like, Oh, we got to feed Mixon. It's like, no, just, you know, maybe give him the ball on second down. Like just throw, throw to chase more often, like do stuff that they're not expecting. Do you think that Zach is in his own head because he's so worried about Burrow getting hurt? That's why he's just like, we have to not let him throw the ball 60 times a game. Cause even when he, he still got sacked four times, how many times did he throw? On Sunday, we had it was like not, nothing like what he was doing last year when he was throwing nearly sixty times a game, right? Sorry, I'm trying to find it. So maybe total passes. He probably threw like thirty something. This goddamn yeah. box score. Yeah, he still sacked four times, hit I don't know how many times, and he's he just was like if he for if, thirty, he had thirty attempts. Yeah, yeah. So if he if that's like half is what he was half what he was throwing last year. If he's throwing sixty times this year, he probably won't make it halfway through the season. Well, I'm not saying throw sixty times. I'm oh, saying I know. Just I agree with you. Throw I, on first I, down. I wasn't happy with the play. I agree with you, but I just like I don't know what you do because he's going to get destroyed because that interior line looked did not look good. He's still getting the shit kicked out. But of the him. defense was literally knew what was coming because we were running. Yeah, the ball yeah, first yeah down no, for sure. I agree. Time. I agree. It's yeah. like yeah. If the defense thinks you're going to run the ball and then you throw, they're not blitzing. They're not bringing like mm-hmm. more than four people. And then you have time. Yeah. And so, so here's, I will say this. The first interception I think was on burrow. He failed to read the coverage. He did not see that linebacker coming across and dude just picked it off. Yeah. Six. Second interception. Uh, that could partly be on the play calling, but it's also on Burrow a little bit because <clears throat> he's he needs to read after the play is snapped. And that cornerback totally jumped that route. He made a guess because we hadn't been going downfield at all. He guessed he jumped the route. He got the pick. The third pick was a failure of Joe Mixon, actually, to pick up the block. Burrow got hit. Defensive yeah. lineman intercepts it. But... The like Paul said, we run on first down, run on second down, then throw on third down, and then the problem is on third down when we're throwing. And I I thought this is a good trend from week one. You know, the first two seasons of Zach Taylor, there's all this empty backfield, zero sets that they talked about, where it's like five wide receivers, no running backs, nobody in the backfield, only five offensive linemen to block. And we didn't do that very much in week one. We didn't do it at all, really, only a few times. We did it a lot more in week two, and it exposed us. Um, we Joe Burrow got hit on those plays. And so if we are, on the Jamar Chase touchdown, actually, Drew Sample, the tight end, stayed in to block. Extra blocker. He had a little bit more time. Touchdown. Um, that said, Joe Burrow had a crap game yesterday. He definitely had a bad game. Um, but that's I'm, a product of being hamstrung by coaching yeah, he wasn't put in a good position to uh, to excel to be great um without a doubt uh and i'm confident that burrow will learn from that and do better uh but yeah the coaching staff didn't put him in a good place and also like we've thrown four deep balls to jamar chase and he's been open on every single one like and we've connected on two of them for touchdowns the other two burrow didn't make a good throw and it didn't work but like chase has separation on all four of them He's good. He's like, really do it good, more. Yeah. So do it is T. five Hike times Higgins. a game. So is Tyler Boyd. Well, Paul, I agree with you, but let me just say this. It, it takes longer for a deep route to develop, right? And in order to make that pass successfully, you need more time in the pocket. And you do it on first down. 
when they're not expecting it. And that helps, especially against one of the best D-lines in the league. Against Khalil Scott Mack was doing some stuff. Yeah, Khalil Mack, Robert Quinn, those guys are good. Yeah, their whole D-line is is very stout. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It is predictable. And one criticism I've, I've heard about Zach, especially after this game by some of the pundits, is that he just doesn't adjust. Like, he gets really stubborn and fixated, whatever like his Like running on first and is. second down. Yeah. Every I mean, time. Until there's six minutes left in the game. And then what? That's when he, that's when he started. He, he has to get creative. Yeah. Because, yeah, he has to win the game. Well, I think 17. Burrow also might have started calling plays at some point. Yesterday? And it didn't work on some of them. But, like, I think, like, may, Burrow might have just been start. I, I feel like he started doing audibles a lot more in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. We, it was a mixed bag on that. He definitely started to press. Um, but, no, our... our our offensive play calling in the first half to start the game needs to be better. We need to then make adjustments. Uh, we we have three really good receivers. We don't need to send five receivers out. Keep some guys in the block. Jamar Chase is going to get separation. Tyler Boyd is going to get open quick. Like, T. Higgins is going to do something. Also, Only send those three guys out. We can keep two extra blockers. We can have seven guys block for Joe Burrow on every play. It seems like Mixon and P. Ryan are very bad. Yeah. Oh, we should never let Giovanni leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's actually huge. Uh, Mixon's PFF pass blocking grade is crap. Uh, like maybe Chris it's Evans. Needs small to get sample in there size, but because they send so many receivers out every play and don't have our running backs blocked to support our quarterback enough, but like, yeah, well, they're another, not as good as Gio. Here's another tricky thing, and I, I love how we're nerding out on this stuff right now. But apparently, Joe Burrow prefers the empty backfield. That's what he was used to in college, and. That's what Zach's trying to give him. But we just don't have the O-line necessary to block. What about... Um, Having put, a tight end in at all times. Putting a tight end in the backfield, too. like Because, you know... Better than mixing. Better than mixing. But then they know you're throwing. throwing. That's the problem. Well, you can have a tight end in. You, remember, remember I-form? They know I- you're throwing when there's an empty backfield, too. <laughs> they also know that. Yeah, that's true. No, yeah. Well, yeah if totally. we could start, we could bring back more QB sneaks. <laughs> Well, and then they wouldn't know. Hit in the open field hey, more often. Great joke. He gets good at sliding. It's not a joke. He can just teach him to slide well. Well, no. Last year, Burrow scrambled plenty, and that's part of his game. That's Come on. Him, uh, Before the knee injury. Come exactly. on. Exactly. Wait, he exactly. got a knee injury. Not the. F- <laughs> yeah, no. there were a couple sacks yesterday that weren't necessarily on our offensive line. It was on Burrow not making a quick enough read or not breaking out of the pocket when he should have. Right. Um, they, they definitely, like our offensive line definitely had a bunch of miscues. They did not look great uh, run block, I mean, pass blocking. How about um, the But Burrow also, there was a couple sacks that were coverage slash Burrow pocket presence sacks. There was one play where the line ran like they were, Blocking for a screen, but there was no one to catch the screen. It wasn't a screen. There, no, it, like the <laughs> line leaked out, and like Khalil Mack and everyone just came in and killed Burrow, and like there was it's no one be. to throw the ball so, to. I saw a stat that in which the is first, bad coaching. It, yeah, in the first half, up. Burrow did not attempt any passes more than ten yards downfield. We can't do that. It's horrible. Yep. Yeah, we have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, both of whom are two of the top 20 receivers probably as far as like down the field getting the ball like maybe not t but jamar has to be he's amazing throw the ball down yeah you launch gotta it. go deep like once a drive especially Often. against the bears defense that was the worst pass defense in the league in week one against deep balls i saw something where like Defenses love when you throw short and run the ball all the time because in the nfl now it's all about big plays 
Like that's how you score. That's like you have to go downfield like really frequently. So why were they jumping Joe Burrow's routes in the third and fourth quarter? Because we didn't attempt any passes more than yeah, 10 yards downfield they, in the first half. They didn't think we were going downfield and they were right up until like the when Jamar Chase decided he was going to take over on that one deep ball. That said, that play last week, the fourth and one in overtime where Burrow threw it to Azoma, we all said Burrow just did it. He did it. It was his call. He made it happen. And if we're going to win, we have to overcome Zach Taylor. We have to beat Zach Taylor and our opponents every week. You cannot (laughs) overcome your own head coach. When when, uh, Burrow and Chase both said, yeah, we didn't make enough deep ball throws, or we didn't, you know, we didn't go deep at all until the very end of the game. And that was a problem. That's why we lost. Yeah. I mean, you don't hear how often do you hear the starting quarterback and like number one receiver on a team say that in a press conference after a game? Not all like would anyone who ever played for the Patriots for, for Bill Belichick ever Ooh, fucking buddy. say that, even if they were right. <laughs> it's they went deep. Apparently Zach Taylor know, wasn't too happy about it. In his they press conference today, Zach Taylor gave a quick response and short answer and just moved right a pass. He, he, the, I didn't, I don't know his exact quote, but he wasn't pleased. Zach it, Taylor is on he's done. time. Yeah. He's, he's on done. Time. Now good. Burrow doesn't even like him anymore, so he's fucking done. Yeah, no, Burrow's the GM. The dreaded Burrow's vote the GM. of no confidence. You need to be able to accept criticism. If you can't adjust to this, then especially criticism from the dudes you're supposed to be leading, you know, he needs to be able to accept it and move on. Well, it might be another sort of Dunlap situation where the players are saying one thing and the coaches are so butt-headed that they're just like, nah, fuck that, we know better. And then you see Dunlap get shipped out. Maybe that's like but the same thing where like Burrow, Burrow and Chase. Well, no, ship they can't ship them out, but <laughs> like it's players. the same thing where like the players are telling the coaches stuff and they're not listening. Yeah. Like they're just like, no, we're going to do it this way. Sorry, we're in charge. And it's like, well, you suck at it though. Yeah, that is what's happening, I think. <sighs> I, I know what's happening behind in the locker room. <laughs> Yes, I mean, you, you do. You Rick's plugged in. You can kind of read between the lines of these press yeah. conferences, though. And that's one thing I do love about the NFL is how much access we have to the players and the coaches. Like, you know, right after the game, yeah. you're, you're getting... They were literally putting it Jam- in everyone's heads that we have to go deep more. This is, this they is put it into the media that yeah. we have to go deep. This right? is the article that should be written. Jamar Chase is giving Joe Burrow the confidence... He needs to go after Zach he goes Taylor. And gets those balls. To attack Zach Taylor. I like that his best ball. friend is in the locker room. His best friend's like, hey, dude, this is our team. This coach fucking sucks. Let's call him out on national TV. Back me up. And they both just did. And well, Chase, and it, Chase is good yeah. enough to do it. Oh, Burrow yeah. threw a bad ball and Chase went and got it and then made some defenders look silly on that deal. And, and if you so think bad. about it, Burrow, as a leader, heard his num- his you know number one draft pick, top wide receiver. He's got two other great receivers. But he heard Chase say, we should have gone deep earlier. And Burrow had a choice there. He could have said, no, the coaches had a great game plan, whatever. Or he could back up his wide receiver. He backed up his yeah, teammate. Exactly. So to Burrow's credit, he didn't let Chase sit out there alone. And I give him kudos for that. That's leadership right That's there. That's a kudos, baby. Yeah, kudos. Oh, Burrow's basically our shadow coach. The problem is he has to, like, follow a lot of the play calling from our bad coach. For now, now for now. Yeah. <laughs> Until we're now. an open rebellion and like, yeah. they've like duct taped <laughs> Zach Taylor to the goalpost for the game. It's going like, yeah, to be like the like movie the Heavyweights. Like he's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd rather this happen week two than week ten. I think. I think it's better to get this. Shit I think out of Burrow the way knows. Now. I think Burrow knows that if this continues, he's going to get hurt again. He's yeah. like, we gotta 
address all this right now. And hopefully Zach out. Taylor sees if this continues, he won't have a job. Zach Taylor's a butthead. Year. He doesn't see any of that. He just fails upward. <laughs> but Do you think Mike Brown's paying attention to any of this? Mike Brown's Does Mike riding Brown around watch in the a Buick Skylark listening on the radio to lap him. But What's Elizabeth Blackburn doing today? <laughs> I think... I think uh, Hold on There's got to be somebody off for the Bengals organization that does listen to every Bengals fan podcast. It's Bernie. And I, I Elizabeth, fire you the coach and fire your grandfather. You mentioned uh, the Skylark, and I just, I, I've thought about this a lot. I don't know if you guys have. I've thought about what car uh, Mike Brown drives. And it's I, a Buick Skylark. You're Definitely sure? a Buick. Definitely a Buick. I'm going it Ford used to Flex, be. dude. It used I think to be. Maybe an Oldsmobile. Ford Flex. It's yeah. a big body sedan i think he's got a everything automatic ford flex what is a ford flex the one that looks like a hearse it's like a it's like a boxy yeah, it's, it's like a, a box you take a scion and like make it longer so like i'm pretty sure of a buick i've i used to see him drive around in a buick skylark <laughs> like a light blue buick skylark see that's respectable i i want to disrespect i know i actually I like that car no, a lot it's, it's it's a great car but you know he's he gets you get killed on the sales rates so he just got to keep his car um, let's He's put, not Carl Linder <laughs> driving around his Rolls Royce, being no. driven around. Let's put a bow on this Bears game, guys. Um, game balls. Sean. Uh, I'm going to go Logan Wilson. Logan Wilson? He had, uh, last week I went with uh, Jermaine Pratt. This week I'm going with Logan Wilson. I think uh, he had a great game. He did definitely miss that scoop fumble, but he had the interception that made it even possible to be close. Um, our defense played great again. Uh, run defense was amazing. BJ Reader, uh, DJ Reader, I'm sorry, BJ Hill, uh, all those guys up front could get it, but I'm going to go Logan Wilson. Okay. Sweet Rick. Lou Anarumo. Ooh. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. Sweet Lou. <laughs> Smashing from the bottom. <laughs> the bottom? You don't remember this? I like that visual image. He smashes, but he only from the bottom when he has sex. Yeah. He never gets on top. <laughs> he only lays down. Thrusts. But then he doesn't even upward thrust. He just shouts, I'm smashing you. <laughs> from he's the getting, In like a hot, heavy New York accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. You're getting smashed. You're getting smashed. From the bottom. <laughs> You're getting smashed. I'm smashing I'm you. smashing here. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to smash over here. Come on, Zach. That's be, exactly what he said. He said, Zach, coach. I'm smashing here. What are you doing? <laughs> no, I, yeah. You think lose the next head coach? Interim. Head no. Coach. Interim? No. After, please, after God, we no. depose Zach Taylor no. on the sideline, I think Anna Rumo becomes think, the head coach. Well, it's going to no. be like the movie Heavyweights where he's Ben Stiller and all the kids lock him up. You know, yeah, that's what yep. it's going to be like. Zach Taylor's been still in heavyweights. <laughs> I would be so depressed if we fire Zach Taylor and then hire Lou Anarumo. No, as he would coach. only and then we win for three the games. And Lou Anarumo would be no, but then then Mike Brown would hire him as our coach. No, he wouldn't. I I hope they keep Zach Taylor to the end of the season, and then fire him. I hope. I, I really cannot watch 15 more <sighs> Zach Taylor this, game plans. Let me ask you this, Sean. Well, Lou uh, would have an offensive hold, coordinator. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, if if <laughs> it's going to be uh, Callahan or Anarumo. If, if Taylor's out and we're looking for an interim, if it's going to be offense coordinator, defense coordinator, which one would you rather? Oh, you know who's well, ready in a room and waiting. Okay. Because the defense is You know who's ready and waiting? Now. Let's get Hugh back in here. Hugh Jackson. <laughs> Hugh's ready. He's been watching tape. No. Paul, Paul, no. your game ball for the Bears game. Who's getting your game ball? Fuck. Von Bell for... Actually, I guess it was bad that he hurt Dalton with like his little touch... Because that his got chest. fields in the game. And but like, I did like when he was talking shit to 
Dalton. Yeah, and Dalton was one. so shook that he had to complain to the refs. That's a good one. Like fucking a quarterback Karen. <laughs> he is a Karen. Dalton is so, he is a little baby, man. <laughs> it was even annoying me when he was like, well, this is my team. I'm QB one. I'm QB one. It's just like, dude, shut said up. That. Did but you see that the new hair? John Kitten? No, just do you see he has it? this in the front of his hair? He's the got horned the horned frog. He's a Satan worshiper. He's got the horned frog. We've been, I've been saying it for over. How long we've been saying it for over a year. He worships Satanist. Satan. That's why they won because they have the devil on their but, side. But you know that that play with Von Bell. Like if you watch the replay, the process that was the price of that the play. frame yes. by frame. He actually hurt his leg, his Before knee. Von the Bell reason he limped, he like tweaked it, and then Von Bell barely touched him, and then he like falls over. But it was because he tweaked his knee. That's why he starts hopping. Yeah. But anyway, well, I, I think like- we win that game if he doesn't go out. I don't I, think I, Justin I, Fields I, just I did anything he, to keep. He didn't, but he no. No, I, he got first we, downs a couple times. You're wrong. We, we would have lost by two touchdowns. We win that game in. with better play calling and Joe Burrow, but Joe Burrow needed that game yeah, to get better. I don't think better. the Bears won it. I mean, I, I don't know how you make that. We they lost tried it. to give it away. Yeah, they they really wanted us to. They come did back. not beat us. That's the silver lining here. Is we we screwed it up. We it, can get better. Our players can. Really hard for me to pick a player of the game right now um, from this game. But Alex, who do, you give go, your, who do you give your game ball get, to, Alex? Yeah, thanks for asking, Rick, because I was about to say, um, I'm going to go with Von Bell. He, he tied with Sam Hubbard for the most tackles in the game, and he also got in Andy Dalton's face. Boring. And he also did that Boring. thing with Juju, so he kind of is always the game ball of the week for, for sure. that Juju yeah. thing. Sorry for boring you, Rick. Do you think he's going to get a... Uh, Unsportsmanlike conduct penalty against Juju. Taunting. Taunting penalty. Oh, God, I hope he rips his head off. We're going to get to the Steelers game in just a minute. We Can we call it a tainting take, penalty uh, if the Bengals get a penalty to taunting? It's a tainting penalty. Taint. That. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> we got to take a quick commercial break. But That's what we were in a room. We'll be would say. right back. Does your phone ever tell you to do stuff like text your mom? No. no. Bears fans. <laughs> oh, is this a Bears fan? No. No, she is not a Bears fan. She lived in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Ashley, welcome. Hey. You're on the Wounded Tiger. You're oh, <laughs> glad to be here. <laughs> uh, we, we got me, Sean, Rick, and Paul, and I, I don't think you know any of them. You know Sean. I've met her a couple times. Mm-hmm. Paul's Hello, met you. Hello, good people. What's up? Hello. Rick's the man of mystery. Um, Ashley. Ashley, Ashley, this is Rick here. I got you on the line here with uh, Wounded Tiger. <laughs> Just want to run a so Alex says you're a Bears fan. Alex is a damn liar. He said I was. <laughs> he Bears said you were. It's got it written down here. It says Ashley Bears fan. Fans no. plural, no. which no. means she's going to talk about Bears fans. Yeah. Wait, Rick misread the running. Uh, Ashley, I can't read. don't make me mute. So you're not a Bears fan. <laughs> I am not. I am a Bengals fan. Who day? Thank the Lord. Okay, so yes, good. I, I did not lie on you, Ashley. Um, I, I he, Rick misread the running order. Lie on you. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. <laughs> Ashley, you're a Cincinnati native. You're a lifelong Bengals fan. Uh, but you lived in Chicago for, what, 10, 11 years? Yeah, 10, I, I'm 11 years, I guess. Okay, long time. It's blurry. And you went to a couple games while you were there at Soldier Field? Oh, my God. Probably, like, top five most boring stadiums i've ever been in in my life well what are they just they're just not hype they're just losers what tell us more no it's just like 
it's just such a disappointment because they're so annoying about being fans. And so you just think that, like, oh, I'm going to go to this, like, high-energy stadium. And it was boring. Like, it just has no no comparison to the jungle at all. And wow. they think they're hype. They think they're fun. And it's, they're just boring as hell. Warms my heart. Warms my heart to hear that. <laughs> boring like the Bears offense. Isn't right. the actual location of the stadium, like, just a travesty to get to, too? It is. It is. I mean, I, I, I can't even lie, though. It's also a beautiful location. Um, but the stadium <laughs> itself is not great. What do you got? Small concourses? Hard to find your seats? Yeah, I mean, because, you know, it's like old architecture, right? So uh, it's just not as, you know, it's not as sophisticated and nice as some other stadium. Uh, like Paul Brown Stadium. This is making me feel so good. I, I know it's petty, but <laughs> when you lose to <laughs> the Bears, you just got to find some way to make yourself feel better. Yes, our they stadium don't have an, is much better. <laughs> they don't have an escalator to nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did see a lot on Twitter about how the the Bears stadium was very Soldier Field is very hard to like inside the stadium, the depths of the stadium, the press to find like where the press conferences would be and stuff. They said it's a maze; it takes forever to get anywhere. Oh, really? So more yeah, no, it's that. exactly. Yeah, I've never been there. I've just driven past it. And like, yeah, what's that called? Uh, Long Beach Avenue. What's that street up there? <laughs> Shoreline, Shoreline Drive. Lakeshore Drive. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Isn't that right on Long Beach Avenue? A1A. Beachfront Avenue. Los Angeles shit. (laughs) South Beach, right? You have to get across that to get to the stadium, right? Yeah, I heard it's really hard to get into. And I don't know. It was hilarious. They were showing on the broadcast yesterday the, uh, there's like a beach looking place out there. Like I know they're on a lake, but I never, there's like palm trees and shit. Did you see that? It's not palm trees, but it's, it's, a couple different beach locations like Oak Street and 31st Street, North Avenue Beach. There was one. Yeah. I swear there were palm trees. Did nobody else see this? Probably like fake ones. I yeah. mean, they set up for like yeah, a tiki bar. I mean, right. Yeah, there's like bars and stuff on the beach that do have like some fake. Oh, that's fucking lame. Stuff. It's Chicago. Come on. Ashley, do you still live in Chicago? I do not. I, I'm i down back in Cincinnati. Who day? Nice. <laughs> uh, got another question. Where were you going you. with that, Ricky? I was just—I thought she was living in Chicago. I was like confused for a second. No, I just wanted to get her perspective. No, you know, I, no, not, I'm not. He's trying to get me to slander Chicago, the whole slander city. I'm not going to do that. Slander. Hey, Ashley, do you want? Let me ask you this: uh, deep dish or New York style thin crust? That's what I want to know. Well, one's garbage pizza and one's delicious. So I like both I'm of them. I'm actually not the biggest fan of deep dish. Deep dish is trash. It's like it's lasagna. Good. It's good. No, it's like knife and fork no. pizza. Who wants that? It's not pizza. It's literally like a baked dish. Like a what kind does Lou Anarumo like? Lou Anarumo likes Detroit pizza. He just wants to smash whatever pizza <laughs> yeah. you put in front of him. You smash from the bottom. Okay, guys, I don't want to take up Ashley's entire night here. Um, d- what were your just uh, impressions about the game? I know you watched the game yesterday, Ashley. What you know? What was it that uh, that led to us losing? I mean, besides everything, <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> you know it was a pretty depressing game from start to finish. But obviously, the interceptions. I mean, I just think. Wait, hello? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're you here. can't win if you turn it over, right? Right. Yeah. Sorry. I think my phone cut out. 
Oh, no, we're, we're here. Um, well, cool. Hey, anything else you want to say about Chicago being shitty or about the Bengals? Or? <laughs> Don't put words in your mouth, but <laughs> anything about how that city sucks? Was it the wind the, in the windy city that caused Joe Burrow to throw those interceptions? Oh, God. Or was I, I it wish, Zach Taylor? I wish we could blame, <laughs> blame it on that. <laughs> blame it on the coaches, right? Well, no. Ashley, how excited are you for the, the Jacksonville game in two weeks? Because we're going. I'm still, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely still excited. I'm not, I'm not a fair weather fan. So right. I'm excited to go to the game. Hopefully they get their shit together. Are you going, are you going with us, Ashley? Oh, yeah. yeah. we'll be there. We're going to ride deep, also guys. the day after my birthday. Oh, yes. turning up. Wounded Tiger turning up for Ashley's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll let you go on that note. Happy birthday in advance, and uh, thanks for calling in. Um, have a great evening. All right. Thanks, thanks Ashley. Thank you. Good day. You know what I think the problem was is that uh, Zach Taylor, maybe he had a little too much deep dish pizza the night before the game. Yeah. And he wasn't thinking straight. Well, yeah. yeah, it was weighing him down. And he was like, there's no way Joe Burrow can throw more than 10 yards downfield because I feel so heavy right now. Yeah, so. Yeah. Had to be the deep dish. Must have been um, the deep dish. Well, speaking of deep dish and, and, and stuff like that, and you know, maybe overdoing it, Rick, how was Oktoberfest? <laughs> <laughs> Good transition. Oktoberfest, I did go to Oktoberfest. Uh, it was a great time. I had pretzel with cheese and mustard. I had some Oktoberfest beers, and it was. I saw people do the chicken dance. Did you know that uh, the Lachey brothers, Nick and Drew Lachey, um, I've, I haven't heard you guys. I don't know how you guys have never brought them up on this podcast. They're from <laughs> Cincinnati. Two of the biggest Cincinnati celebrities that yeah. ever. Nick Lachey. Yeah, so, right. Say uh, his name right. Nick, Nick Lachey. Nick and Drew Lachey. Uh, <laughs> were once, they were uh, the 2011 co-chairman of, of the Cincinnati Oktoberfest chicken dance. Yeah, everybody I, knows that, Rick. Claim to but, fame. Uh, I so, was under the impression that every year the old left-hander used to do it at Fountain Square. Well, Joe he was Nuxall? dead. Was Joe Nuxall he's used dead. to always be the chairman. He's Before dead. He he's, hey, he's dead and he's never coming back. It's time to move on. <laughs> okay. And we did move on with he rounded the third. Tupac he can have a hologram. The old left-hander can have a hologram too. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, I tagged uh, Nick and Drew Lachey in a post of the chicken dance, and Drew watched my stories. Wow! Can you believe Dude. it? Wow! That's a great story. That? Isn't that a good story? Is that the, the most eventful thing? That so happened? that's the most eventful thing that happened. That didn't you didn't DM you though afterwards. What? He didn't DM you. No, I think I'm. I think I'm going to DM him though and try to get him on this podcast. So, okay. so I don't want to hear what Drew Lachey has to say. Are you serious? He's a lifelong Bengals fan. Yeah, Drew, <laughs> Nick, maybe Drew. No, unless he's saying that what? the hot seat is about at 98 degrees. Listen, this is if we go after Drew, we could get him because everyone wants Nick. Everyone wants Nick. So if you come to Drew and you're like, God, Drew, no, we just want you, and he'd be like, Are you Drew sure you don't want my brother Nick? And you just go, What? Who? Nick? Who? Nick? That guy sucks. We oh, the guy you. who was married to the dumb girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we want uh, we want Drew. Paul doesn't listen to the podcast anyway, so he's not going to hear whatever uh, Drew says. Yeah, I'm so not ever going to hear. Don't it. worry about him. Don't worry about him. Um, but I do know for a fact that their name is Lechi. I went to school with these guys. And it's definitely Lechi. They went there. to Walnut Hills. SCPA. You I didn't went. go to SCPA. I did. When you were like two, it doesn't count. 
You didn't graduate from there. Get a gatekeep done. <laughs> SPCA. <laughs> yeah, don't you can't claim SEPA. You lived there for two years. Maybe. You went to the animal animal hospital shelter. <laughs> I went to SCPA for three years. My sister graduated from there. And what was your focus? With performing arts. IEP. Drama, <laughs> instrumental, <laughs> instrumental music, and vocal music. Wait, okay. did you play the upright bass? Damn it. That's what your teacher you called it. I played the accordion. <laughs> the accordion, yeah. I think you played the accordion. No. You, you and Weird Al. That's that's too much coordination. I can't. You're can you believe that Weird Al can do that and sing at the same time? I'm impressed. Pretty crazy. I'm impressed. The Lachies can't do that. No. <laughs> they can watch Rick's story, though. Yeah. <laughs> so sounds like a good time at October Wait, do they Fest. just search their names on Instagram or something? How'd they see I it? I just yeah. tagged them, and you can see if they see it. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he got a notification. But he tagged. He he looked at the other ones, too. So, Drew, I know you're interested in did what's going on. Did it tell you if he was probably wanted to see while he slandering it? the Lachies? <laughs> he probably did want to see. What's that? Did it tell you whether he was touching himself while he watched it? <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, he was. He was smashing himself. <laughs> Whenever we, I'm smashing bottom. myself here from the bottom. No, <laughs> oh, this has gone off the rails. <laughs> Whatever we post uh, for the new episode, make sure you share it and tag him. Okay, Rick. Yeah, I'm just saying we could get him on the podcast, and you guys are completely ignoring what that idea. Okay, let's I'm, get Drew. I'm, I'm, if I'm we get Drew, I'm in. I'll well, be I'm, so nice I'm, to him. Wait, because totally he weren't going to be in otherwise. I wasn't going to be it if we didn't get him. But if you get him, you join us, Drew, I'm, I'm just going to ask him about the ticker on Lechi's bar and why the hell they ever had a ticker. They, they have a bar? I don't know anything about these guys. Oh, uh, you were Who in. cares about them? Yeah. You were away, but their bar It was called Lechi's. Uh, like sports <laughs> Yeah, it was called Lechi's. They had like an, an, an NY or like a stock exchange sports ticker on the outside mm-hmm. of the bar. It was insane. It was really oh, stupid. This was when Cincinnati was irrelevant because I didn't live here at that time. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I got some good news. The Pittsburgh Steelers lost. They lost. They lost. It's good. We're not happy about that? Fuck the Steelers. It's Steelers week. I'm done with this Bears game. We're moving on. It's fucking Steelers week. We're going to Heinz Field on Sunday. I kind of like it when the Steelers win before we play them, though. Me too. I actually enjoy when they lose every game. Yeah, yeah, yeah I seriously. do too. Come on now. Yeah, but yeah, me too. From like my, my loser Bengals mentality, like I want them to be coming off a win so we can catch them like maybe gloating a little bit, feeling good for themselves and not like mm-hmm. maybe they'll be sleep on us a little bit. I don't think they think about us at all. I know that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. We're not the rivalry. Like, we're them. the Steelers rivalry. They could give a shit about the Bengals. No, they they really could. Although they're bad now, so. Well, yeah. We're I mean, like two one crabs and one. in a bucket. Just Only as bad one crab's going to get out of the bucket. I mean, they lost to the Raiders, who might win the Super Bowl, according to Twitter. No way Joe Burrow lets us lose that game. We win that no game. No way. Burrow's not going to let us lose. Is TJ Watt really hurt? Because uh, he left last game, did not come back. Which would be great if he was actually If Watt's hurt. out, we win this, easily. This will be a great Burrow measurement game, though. Yeah. Because he just shat the bed for the first time. Yeah. Like Alex said, he, he had not done that yet before. Nope. I don't then think he even he, shat the bed. I think Zach Taylor shat the bed, and then he was forced into bad situations. He threw three okay, picks but either way, he, 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 he made a bunch of mistakes, and I think Joe Burrow would own up to that looking at the game film. He needs to do a way better job reading the play after the snap. Like the first interception, he totally didn't even see the dude. He just threw it right to him. He didn't even know where he was. You have to account There's for 12 all guys. 11 defenders. Yeah. That was Zach Taylor's fault. 
No, you as the quarterback, you need to know where all 11 defenders are at all times, even if you're not looking at them. Tom Brady never does not know where every single dude on the other team is Tom at Brady all times. Tom Brady threw like four interceptions in the NFC Championship game, and yeah. then they still won. Somehow. And he knew he was going to throw them before he threw them. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, this is a big Joe Burrow bounce-back game. The That was not a good game by his standards that we would hope. Exactly. So... We'll see. This is big. This I think this is the biggest game. This is huge. This is going to tell us where the season goes. What's the final score, Sean? Oh, what shit. What are we doing up there? I'm going 27-24 Bengals. Ooh, doggy. Wow, doggy. <laughs> what about you, sweet Rick? <laughs> I'm going to go, oh, my God, so many options here for what the score could possibly end up being. Um, we're talking Bengals at Pittsburgh. I Joe think we Burrow. get a defensive touchdown. Ooh, interesting. There's possibility for a defensive touchdown too. Maybe there's a possibility for two defensive touchdowns. Maybe the Steelers also get two. Don't and make then me that would be <laughs> come back to me. Go go to him and then I'll and then I'll give you my number. I can't do my number yet. I gotta think about it. Go to go to Paul Katz. <laughs> Paul, what are you gonna say? Three two Bengals. Okay. Oh, what a contrarian! Okay, okay. But I said we'd win. From the guy who's just complaining, <laughs> Jofo's throwing the fantasy league. You didn't even give a give a real. Guess. I'll give a real guess. McPherson with the winning kick. Fat Randy comes back. <sighs> Sting like. Um, yeah. Rick, you've got five seconds. I'm gonna say done. It's gonna be thirty-two to twenty-one Bengals. Wow. I like it. Everybody's predicting a win. I, uh, fuck. I think, I think we lose this. Oh, contrary. I hate to say it. I think oh, we lose this. Oh, my thing. God. I think it's a 14-10 loss. Uh, Ooh. I think their defense just smothers us. Without T.J. Watt? I think T.J. Watt's coming back. I saw, I think it was Schefter who tweeted today. No, we could do We could order him some deep dish pizza and send it to his hotel room before yeah. the game. Also, there's 11 right. guys on the field. I, I, TJ Watt's good, but, like, it's, yeah. The Bengals need to block 11 dudes, and we haven't shown we can do that consistently yet. So Alex probably has a safe guess there. Yeah, Everyone else safe. is going to win. Yeah. I mean, trust me, my heart's wanting to win, but. Okay, Alex. I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. It's a trivia what time. What do I get if I'm right? Nothing. Who cares? I just really don't want to be one and two going into that Thursday night game. I know. I'd really like to be two and one with a chance to go three and one. Yep. Guys. Yep. We're going like six and eleven. Let's be real here. <laughs> the Taylor factor. Zach, we lost to the Bears. The Bears was one of our most winnable games. Someone pointed out to me that I was uh, pontificating upon four and zero scenarios uh, just a few days ago, and they were like, "You remember that, Sean? You were saying the Bengals could go four and zero. You're one and one now." It made me really depressed today. I would say that Zach Taylor is about to double up his win total this year by getting six wins. Yeah. That's, so that's then he'll be like 12 and 36 or something. That's pretty good, right? What's it going to take for Mike Brown to not bring him back next year? We've, we've talked about this. When his now contract we're two ends, games in, that's when he'll not be brought back. Is his contract over after this season? No one knows what his contract is. No, really? It was a, a three-year, wasn't it? I don't know. I can't find anything online about it. Oh. <laughs> It's like a mystery. Uh, it would be. I mean, like, is six six wins is almost mediocre enough for Mike Brown to keep him around? I don't know. I think no, it's not. Mike Brown will fire him, but we might get an even worse coach. So there's that. 
I think it. Ooh, okay. So <clears throat> maybe we'll hire Tommy Tuberville next. Uh, last night after uh, after all the day games, I was watching Sunday Night Football, which was a really fun game. Uh, unfortunately, the Ravens won, but it got me thinking. After that game that Zach Taylor just pissed away up in Chicago, is it too soon in the season to start pining for Eric Bieniemy? No. <laughs> no, because we've been pining for him for a year, two years now, two and a half I years. I want him so bad. Like, I started thinking through all the scenarios, the same shit that I, that I hate doing, like thinking, oh, we need the best draft picks, throw the games. I don't like thinking like that. I want to be a win-first kind of fan, but right now I'm just like so over Zach Taylor. Yeah, I won't be enemy so bad. Whatever it takes. I would love Eric be enemy. I don't have hope the Bengals will hire him. But did you guys? Okay, so on that game last night, did you guys see how the the Ravens were up by a point? They got to a fourth down. John Harbaugh looks to the field, and they showed this highlight, and he's yelling to the field, "Lamar, Lamar, do you want to go for it? Lamar, do you want to go for it?" And Lamar from the, from the field says, "Yeah," and he's like, "Let's go." Like, he asked his, like, that was, like, that's fucking leadership. Zach Taylor would never in a million years be out there like, Joe. Joe like, he's not a football guy. He's not a leader. He's a butthead. No. He's a total butthead. He's a total butthead. He's, but, he's yeah. like, uh, guys, what do you think, Brian Callahan? What should we woo? From the bottom. Brian Callahan. Let me, re- let me reinforce this for you, Sean, though, because do you think he was actually leaving it up to Lamar Jackson? No. He already knew he was going for it. But what he did there... Was he gave his quarterback some some empowerment? Yeah, fucking. Know? This is the coach and Alex. Alex shit. knows. Yeah, no, that was ge- it. Was genius. He knew he wanted to go for it. He wanted his team to want it too. You're yeah, right. You're totally, totally right. Of course. You think he's actually. And if your say, coach is saying to you, what? "Do you want to go for it?" Of course you want to fucking go. Is for Lamar it. gonna say no? No. There's Never. no chance in hell he's gonna he say no. So that. why would you when yeah. you're Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. No, get him hyped. Was, get him hyped. Fucking genius. Yeah. No, it was get great. Get him hyped. And that's that something the game. that, yeah, Zach Taylor does not have in him. Well, guys, wah, it's that wah. time of the night. Oh, yeah. I got a trivia question. Ooh. Rick, what do you got? Okay, guys, we're going to do a game that has not been played yet on Wounded Tiger, okay? So Joe Foe is not here, so... I am going to be doing the trivia. This is a brand new game. Okay. So it's I don't similar trust this at all. It's similar to the number game, which I played before. I also don't trust it. Let's we, we forget Rick is a fucking liar. <laughs> so let's just see where okay, this goes. So, let's also remember that I literally win every time. So Okay, so yeah. I'm going so it's like it's gonna be the number game, but with a little bit of a twist to it. Okay. So I'm gonna say a, somebody's a number. And in my head, I'm going to know which player throughout Bengals history I'm thinking of who had that number. And then... So it's your trivia? What? So, so listen to me. you say 32, it could be several different people. Correct. And then if I'll tell you if it was the one I was thinking of or not. Are they written down or are we just... No, it's in my head. Capriciously doing this. You just this. have to trust the fucking liar. Trust, you have to trust me. So capricious. Okay. So... He's not sober Rick. Question Might not one. Be a liar. Question one. Sober Rick is even more. Question one, number nine. Carson Palmer. Joe Burrow. I was thinking Carson Palmer. (laughs) (laughs) That's the trivia. Sorry. It's psychic. We're we're guessing psychic. It was obviously Doug Pelfrey, dude. Was Pelfrey number nine? Yeah. That's exciting. Sorry. That's not what I was thinking. How is that number not retired? (sighs) 
no numbers are retired. How did Paul Murray okay, ever Number A. Number the, one. Number one. We have to wait. Let us all guess. Jamar first. Chase. Jamar Chase. Points for everybody. He's yeah. the only one who's yeah, ever the hey, first the bangle only to ever wear number one. To ever wear number one. Yeah, that's See? why we knew. We really? knew that. Now I'm teaching yes. people at home stuff. He is. I so, saw that. On Twitter. Sean's in the lead, Twitter two to one. Lie. First, you guys. This game is horrible. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of another one here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. Esiason. Boomer Esiason. Pelfrey. No, Pelfrey Ward nine. Esiason. Esiason. I, I got one. I was thinking, no, I'm the host. No, you're, you're, can I give you a hint? <laughs> no, can, you should you do it not a, a number, but a name. Same no, like I'm Cedric. Doing, no, which Cedric could it know? Pierman, Benson, Ugbwehi. <laughs> okay, if you guys if you guys be quiet, we can get on to eighty five. Chad. Chad Johnson, T Higgins. I was thinking T Higgins. Yes, <laughs> yes. I know. I know the mind of sober Rick so this well. Count. Yeah, I was thinking T. I was thinking T. It's like in Vegas Vacation where they're like, Shush. guess a number. Shush. It's nothing like that. It's nothing nope, like not that. It. That's it's not what I had. Like it's nothing like that. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Time for the lightning round. Here we go. Listeners, lightning listeners, round. Here we tell go. Tell us in the comments what you think about this trivia Here we game. go. 71. Willie. Willie Anderson. Willie Anderson. Paul Katz said it first. Okay, I won. Uh, 86. Ooh. Usoma. No, he's 87. 86. Uh, Tyler Eifert. No, he's... What number was Eifert? 86. No, Hushman, no, Hushman Zotto was not 86. Tony McGill. Darnay Scott. Darnay Scott! Oh, baby! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Yes. How receivers are you going to list right <laughs> What? Guys, this game is officially over. 32! 32! Cedric Benson. <laughs> Jeremy oh, Rudy. Rudy Johnson! Oh. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Hey, we got a score. Who won? Sir. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yes. We all did. We're all winners. Sean's here. winner. Sean's yes, Sean won. won. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, loyal listeners, that is it for tonight. With all this fun we're having, I hope you know that you can be a part of this. Have you ever wondered how sweet Ricky's hair is? Do you want to see how much beer Paul can drink in an hour? Do you want to know why Sean's nickname is Big Sexy? Because he can drink more yes, beer than Paul. If you answered yes to any of these questions, I got good news for you. Next Monday, we are recording live edition of the Wounded Tiger podcast. Yes, we'll all be there in person. You can come, too. Please come. Get some beers. Listen to the podcast. It's at Fretboard Brewery in Blue Ash. That's what Luana says. Please come. come. That's what she said. Oh, my God. I'm on the bottom, baby. Come smash uh-huh. from the bottom with us at Fretboard Brewery in Blue Ash. That's Monday, September 27th. I'm coming 27th. here. Come on, Paul. Try to goddamn promo. <laughs> Alex, you wrote that's it for tonight in your promo. You didn't have to write that part down. Monday, September 27th. <laughs> that's it for tonight, folks. Okay, hey. <laughs> Monday, September 27th at 7 p.m., Fretboard Brewery. We'll debrief the Bengals trip to Heinz Field to play the Steelers. We'll do trivia. They got good food. They got barbecue there. It will not be Rick doing the trivia. They do have great food at Fretboard Brewery. Thanks for plugging that. They got good beer, beer. too. And And the trivia. The Lachies might be there. Trivia. Listen, it's going to be good, and there is going to be fan participation. So please come join us. Be in the audience. You can be part of the show. Also, Greg. Greg Luther, if you're listening. I know he's a fan. Fat Randy might be there. Also. Did he jam?
Wounded Tiger shirts and sweatshirts are available. Go to woundedtiger.threadless.com. Follow us on social at woundedtiger513 on Instagram and Twitter and facebook.com forward slash woundedtiger513. Until next time, pay Jesse Bates. Fuck the Steelers. No more cat, no more like, no more.